Welcome to the Azure Podcast, a weekly podcast to keep you up to date on what's new on our cloud platform, Microsoft Azure. Your hosts, Cynthia Crane, Evan Basilic, Suji DeMello, Kendall Roden, Kel Teeter, and Russell Young discuss a different service or solution on each show with subject matter experts to explain how to get started, how different services work, and how to make decisions in tricky scenarios. You can find out more about our podcast at azpodcast.com or follow us on Twitter at Azure Podcast. Okay. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Azure Podcast. Uh, we're recording. This is episode number 427, and we're going to be talking about Sonic. We'll, we'll get into what that is uh, shortly, but um, we're recording this on June 16th, and uh, we have our special guests, Sarah Novotny and Ching Liu, um, and they're going to talk about what the heck this sonic thing is and why we care um a pretty thin crowd from a host perspective i think everybody's off enjoying their vacations um i myself am getting ready to go um but i a couple of things in news i did want to hit and then you know sarah ching if you guys have something you want to throw in feel free to um you know as the audience knows i'm you know i I, a lot of my heart is still in the networking world so i did want to call out some neat things uh news wise there um Network Watcher uh, for VM scale sets um, is now in public preview. Um, the uh, private link for Azure Application Gateway, right, which allows you to put um, private IPs behind App Gateway. Um, and then um, sort of in the more ARC world, we've got System Center for ARC, um, mm-hmm. or actually, I'm sorry, ARC enabled for System Center, which basically says if you push um, a machine to make it ARC enabled, System Center can manage it. And then even sort of broader um, Windows Admin Center, which is something that gives you a single plane of glass into your um, you know, Azure and your on-premises stuff now can expand to include anything that's got Arc on it. Um, so again, sort of expanding that single pane of glass. Um, and then the last one, and this is sort of near and dear to my heart because I do a bunch of change management work um, during my day job. Um, we have increased the capabilities of our change um, management capabilities in Azure, and you can now see all resource changes across the ARM layer. Um, you know, this is changes that you as a customer um, or your environment automatically pushes. Um, it, it does not cover things Azure does under the covers. Um, that's probably a future show we can talk about work that's going on there. But it does, you know, further enhancing that capability so you can see all those all those changes. Um, and so with that, let's get over to talk about Sonic. So Sarah, Ching, um, you know, do me a favor, introduce yourselves. Tell us what the heck you do for Microsoft. Sarah, how about go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah. Oh, goodness. You yeah. first. Sonic's sure. your baby. Okay, thank you. Yeah, uh, this is Xin. Uh, I come from uh, Azure networking team that uh, I'm leading the team to build network as a platform that is to involve our hardware, software, and management platform for our first party and the third party for them to have a highly reliable performance and a secured network infrastructure to run their business on. So a large part of it is building Sonic, uh, leading the external ecosystem or mm-hmm. uh, and uh, leading the internal launching for our business. Okay, awesome, yeah. Sarah. And Chin has done an amazing job on all of that. I got called in just as a consultant to help <laughs> um, work on the, the work on moving Sonic out to a new Sonic Foundation under the auspices of the Linux Foundation, and we'll talk lots more about that. But 
My role at Microsoft is to lead open source strategy. And so my team pays attention to lots going on in the open source world. So when you were going through the news, I was like, oh, I didn't know Microsoft did that. Oh, I didn't know Microsoft did that this week because I often look at the open source yeah. side of this. Yeah. And, and so our team works very hard to bring what's happening in the industry into Microsoft and bring Microsoft out into what's happening in the open source side of the industry as well. Yeah, we'll we'll get into some of that when we you know, after we talk a little bit about Sonic. This has sort of been a recurring theme that oh, yeah. the podcast has been around for um, I have to think back a number of years. Four hundred you know, plus. Yeah, I was. Yeah, episodes. exactly. It's like eight eight or nine years now, and we we actually joke regularly because when we started this many 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 years ago, we mm-hmm. were still called Windows Azure, right? Mm-hmm. And so now yep. to find you know to to hang out and talk to people like yourself who are focused on open source, right? It's such a yep. shift for us from over the years, but it, it's a yep. thing. I mean, it's yeah. a major investment for us these days all across the board. It is. Yeah. So. And from the top level, we're saying things like all in on open source. And now we put our, our money and our time where our mouth is. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. So Ching, let's, let's start with Sonic. So, so what is Sonic? And, and you talked about, you know, using, we use this to sort of build network as a um, service for our internal customers and external customers. Why, why do I care about Sonic? Like, why did we have to invent Sonic? Yeah, definitely a good question. Sonic actually stands for Software for the Open Networking in the Cloud. To be short, it's just a network OS running okay. on top of the switches inside our um, uh, our uh, like uh, infrastructures. That okay. why we need it is built on top of Linux. It has like um two key innovations. This innovation actually uh, leads to why we need to invent it, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, actually, this is a demand that uh, have been seen in many with, by many cloud providers, enterprise that they have the same uh, uh, like same ideas and same need demand that uh, we need to go this way. So the two key innovations, one is the um, the abstraction. Uh, from the software uh, to the hardware, so that it enable a network OS being able to run different hardware. It's like Windows. Windows okay. can run okay. different uh, laptop, yeah. uh, server mm-hmm. hardwares, right? Uh, second is the um, containerized um, uh, their design that we are the first one to introduce that a network OS that uh, package all the components into a Docker container. So the benefit there is to e- enable them to evolve independently and also enable us to cherry pick the best tooling, the best protocols, software, okay. as well as to extend to different scenarios very easily. Okay. So this is about Sonic, right? But why Microsoft would like to have it invented? Like there are many OS already, uh, vendor OEM OS already there, but why we need to have our own? So basically a, th- a few thoughts. The first one is to run in the network with a, uh, with a large scale is very challenging. We have a lot yep. of hardware. And, and, we and when we say them. large, right, we mean really <laughs> large at that point. Yeah. This is not just sort of large. This is millions of devices, right, at the end of the day. Exactly, exactly. And we have generations. We also mm-hmm. have diversities in the different uh, skills, right? Mm-hmm. So so to name it that we manage like more than 50 different hardware skills and the hundreds of software versions to manage that is actually very heavy and mm-hmm. uh, very uh, like very complex 
what we really want to do is to have, well, we evolve our hardware and uh, we enable that multi-sourcing, multi-sourcing, multi-choice, block the, like, uh, the, uh, the unlock the uh, vendor locking, so not to tie in one specific skills of vent hardware suppliers, that we would like to invent something that's able to run on different hardware uh, platforms. So that when we evolve the network, right, our whole management system on top of it will stay intact. Otherwise, yeah. we never yeah. introduce something new. Uh, you have to develop uh, like new CLIs, new management knobs mm -hmm. to to manage it. Uh, so that is a very heavy, uh, like overloaded uh, work for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. that's so, number one. Yeah. So does, it, does this mean you you, know, you talked about all different hardware? Um, I, I, I could be wrong here, but I don't think today Microsoft ships its own uh, network hardware. So this is basically we're buying hardware from, you know, different vendors. And then are we is this a an add on onto their OS? Is this a replacement of their OS? Like how how does that end up working? A good question. You are right that uh, we don't build our network devices. We build our servers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is an OS uh, replacing that um, okay. the uh, the operating system on top of it. But of course, underneath there's SDKs, there's firmwares that come right. from mm -hmm. the right. hardware suppliers. Okay, so sort of, the, I think your your Windows model is, is probably at where there's like a there's a hardware abstraction layer that's sort of in there as the SDK. You got the OS sitting on top, and then underneath it, you've got the physical hardware. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. We're also working across the industry with many of those hardware vendors to help them build an even better operating system by their contributions in Sonic. Oh, so it goes so both ways. Okay. It goes yes. both ways. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And that's the collaboration that Shin as product manager has been um, building and developing over the last many years. Yep. which has then cult, uh, culminated in us taking this out, um, working with the Open, com, uh, open Compute Project for a few years, working on that hardware layer and the software layer adjacent to it, and making sure that when we were ready to put the software into a foundation, we put it in a foundation that has a, a large history with networking and understands and engages with the the industry broadly yeah. and that's the linux foundation yeah. okay very well okay. said yeah. yeah yeah so 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 that so so two questions sort of come out of that mm -hmm. um uh, one um it, you know it it sounds like this is not just a microsoft cloud thing right this is sort of for the cloud industry as a whole right we all have similar you know our, our environments are a little bit different but at the end of the day we have very similar problems around around scale um and and, and then the second piece is um, you know, so I, that sort of makes sense how it benefits the industry. But it's let's say I'm a customer of Azure. Why do I like why do I care? Like, yeah, it's something Microsoft built like it doesn't really matter to me. But like, does this bring benefits to me as a customer that this is going to ultimately help with? Yes, yes. Actually, you see benefit from three funds. The first okay. one is um, the quality and performance, because we um, we usually we have seen this that uh, the same hardware software bug and issues we have seen in one type of hardware or one type of OS or software uh, from the one supplies also happens on the others because it's so mm -hmm. complex. Yeah. So what yep. we are doing is using one battle tested uh, software mm -hmm. to running across the fleet. 
that we harden it, we test it, we run in one region uh, like very thoroughly and then roll it out to different hardware so that it help us to have uh, like improve the quality and reliability for the customer. Yeah. Second is in terms of um, uh, TTM that um, when we have the hands on the so software. Time, time right? to mitigate, right, is what you mean for in that context, right? Oh, okay. Actually, time to market and time to mitigate. Oh, time to market. Oh, okay. no, yes. both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good thing we defined that because I was thinking totally important. different. Okay. Yeah. yeah, time to mitigate is very important because we have hands on in this software. We have, we understand it inside out, right? When life ah, side happens, yeah, right. when we debug, when we fix it, it enables us to shorten our time before to identify the issue mm -hmm. and fix it in weeks mm -hmm. to days or to hours. And also in terms of time to market, because we have the software handy, we understand that we can develop very fast yeah, instead of fast. Uh, the yeah. dependencies on others to develop, that we can launch something fast that customized for our customers. That's the second one, TTM stands for two things. Yeah. <laughs> the last but not least is Cox, that it enables us to cherry pick, right? Cherry pick hardware because it enables us to, to have the fundability to shift right. Um, right. Uh, hardware to cherry pick them so that uh, we don't need to heavily invest in the management to reinvent the wheel. So that make us to easily to cherry pick the hardware and also this enable us to have the competition from the, the best of the hardware mm -hmm. that can reduce the costs. And uh, because infrastructure costs reduced, also it benefits our customer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At the end of the day, if we have to spend more time and effort managing and maintaining these or buying super expensive hardware, right, yeah. that is that that maybe incrementally for any one user it, at the end of the day, that does carry through to, to downstream customers. Yeah. OK. No, that that's yeah. great. Um, It, it actually, you know, I, I rem I'm been in Azure networking for a really, really long time now. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, I remember back in the day, we used to actually have to sort of care about the different OSs of the different ones. It's like, oh, is this a. You know, vendor number one, or is this a vendor terminal? Ah, oh, yeah, we gotta behave, we gotta have to fix this a little bit differently. Here's a slightly yep. different command. Uh, that was exactly nightmarish. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that all we need to remember all the nuances from yeah. different places, and yep. even the tooling have to tune differently, like yep. due to different um, OSs. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so 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 we built this. I mean, this this sounds like uh, you know, and we we sort of hit on this earlier about you know, mm -hmm. open source is mm -hmm. is it goes both ways for Microsoft mm -hmm. now, right? We both use it, you know, mm -hmm. it, it underpins a bunch of our um, our services, and then we also contribute to it. But for something that is sort of this strategic, what what's the rationale to turn around and say, here Linux Foundation, like take this thing, right? Like yeah. why why did we go that route? Yeah. So there's a couple of things that the Linux Foundation adds and and is um, that we as Microsoft make use of it for and mm -hmm. seek seek its uh, guidance on. And that is having neutral governance and having a place that is separate enough from Microsoft that partners feel comfortable engaging uh, okay. in open source broadly. Yeah. Now, this one's a little bit different because the partnership was long, long standing and strong among the, the networking industry partners. And we took it out to the um, cloud or to the Linux Foundation in order to try to draw in more people who may be using this on further edge cases. So potentially more clouds, of course, um, but also the vendors. But then also there are still spaces where um, there's a lot of uh, on-prem hardware and 
these vendors are selling switches with Sonic in it. So making it a space where their customers or our customers can also engage with it where they have the skills. Like Evan, you're a part of networking. If you want to go take a peek at what's, you know, causing that bug in your switch yep. that you go can, you know, change tomorrow because you got an on-call call last week, you can actually go make that contribution and debug it directly today in the open source project if you want to, okay. if you want okay. to go participate. Um, we have quick start guides to come participate and play with it if you want to take a look. We have um, we have the Linux Foundation being a collaborative space that makes people who are who do not have a giant uh, company behind them feel yeah. a little more comfortable contributing. Yeah. And feel as if it's more of a fair playing field. And that's that's the big reason that we take projects out to something like the Linux Foundation or the Eclipse Foundation or the Open Compute Project. It depends or the Apache Foundation. Mm -hmm. It depends on the project where the community is and where that that natural center of gravity is to draw the business outcomes that we want, because. Microsoft still is, at the end of the day, a business. And when we make our open source choices, we make them with business decisions yeah. in mind. And yeah. this is something that we are not, like Sonic is something that is not special or specific to Microsoft. It won't differentiate our products particularly, but it will definitely decrease our cost of goods. And that's that's the that reason matters. that this yeah. needs to, yeah, it needs to be yeah. a big collaborative effort across the industry. Because then we can build interesting stuff on top of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, so if so, if I'm a customer, you know, so I'm somebody like you talked about on-premises. So I, I have some, you know, third party from from the Microsoft perspective, some third party device yep. that I bought from somewhere, um, and I've got this sitting in my data center. Can can I put Sonic on it? Can I, you know, go play with it? Like like, or do I need to spin up a virtual machine to this? Like, how do, how do I actually, like, great, I can see the code, but how do I actually, like, put my hands on it? Yeah, great question. Actually, it is actually Linux, right? And Linux, Debian, Linux, but with a lot of networking functionalities containers. Okay. That you have many different ways um, that uh, uh, for hardware, that if you have hardware, switch hardware, you can run on top of it. Uh, but as a developer, sometimes we don't have this hardware, yeah. right? You can run actually on the VM. Mm -hmm. Yeah, on the Linux VM, that's okay. the way that you can get your hands on and get connected, or you can even run a containers. Yeah. Okay. That that actually this this actually um we had the Mariner team on the podcast. Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe three or four months ago. It mm -hmm. is yeah. is this does this run on Mariner? Does it run any Linux OS? Like, w is there a connection there? Yeah, uh, at this moment it's running on Debian, uh, okay. Debian, uh, yeah. Debian version. Yeah, uh, we're talking to Mariner's team. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's a, that. Yeah, because because there was a lot of that that show actually got it was sort of amazing the amount of interest that came out of that um, yeah. because Mariner's are you know from a Microsoft perspective that's our first distro, right? right. right. So that was again similar to this. That's a big step change. Yeah, I want to jump in because it's not our first distro. Um, oh, is it not? It is our it is it is one of one of the early distros, but at the moment we have six different I think I counted six different really? um, open source Linux distributions of particular flavors that Microsoft either manages for our own internal use, sometimes yep. it's just that, sometimes yep. publicly, 
sometimes a combination of both like Mariner where we have it public and we're not, but we're not using it so far as um, something that, yeah. that customers can do more than really play with at the moment mm -hmm. in time that will, will change, I would expect. Yeah. And in, at the moment we know we have, we have Sonic, we have Mariner, we have flat car, which came to us through an acquisition. Oh yeah. I was thinking, I wasn't yeah. thinking about like technically Sonic is its own distro. Its own distribution. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So we've yeah. got those three. We have um, a rebuild of Ubuntu that we, we work with mm -hmm. Canonical on for our own uses. Um, and then we also have Sphere has its own Linux mm -hmm. distribution yep. attached to it. Yep. And now I'm not going to be able to think of the six, but I think at one point <laughs> I thought of six of them. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we were laughing. We were laughing before, before the show. I put you on the spot. And now, and now no. you, actually, you, you put yourself on the spot there, right? I <laughs> totally put myself on the spot. Yeah, there is no concern in you. I, I led the community meetings for Kubernetes for a, like more than three years. And those those conversations run the gamut from me making all sorts of gaffes to to whatever. So, no, I have no concern about it. Like like, like we talked about, you know, but, but before we started recording in the audience, mm -hmm. our regular audience, knows, we have fun here. Right. Yeah. It, yep. we're, no, we're not formal. We're not. Yes. You know, we're not. Yes. The aim is not to stress anybody out. Um, it, so, so this is great. I mean, I, I love seeing where this is going. I, you know, I've actually. Mm -hmm. I, I'm trying to remember if I knew, I can't remember when I first heard the Sonic name, I knew we were working on this and, you know, I've been involved. I've, I've actually debugged things rel relative to this over the years. Um, Thank you. You know, but the, what, like, you know, sort of before we wrap up, what's, what's the future look like at this point? I mean, like where, you know, where, do you just see this just continue to get bigger and more expansive and more contributions or, or where's this going? Yeah, very good question. Actually, um, Sonic, we see that because it's we have hands-on, it's easy to customize it. We see a lot of innovations on top of it. So, for mm -hmm. example, the recently what we did is we invent a way to do a dual tool that is a dual can, like switch on top of mm -hmm. a server to double the reliability, right? Even swing uh, 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 like we a smart cable. Before, all the cables we are thinking of is a dummy cable, right? is connected just make connections now with sonic that will enable us innovation that to embed a chip into a cable to enable it to switch to select a route between two the y branches so mm -hmm. that enable us that a one server one vm to connect to the two different uh, switches without very complicated like uh, protocols on switch to maintain mm -hmm. the selection but uh, move the intelligence into the smart cable but we with Sonic, it's enable us to control it, to program it very easily. That yeah. is one way to innovate that um, the hardware. Recently, we have multiple like um, new innovations going on in the community. Programmability. The um, DPU, IPU is the new uh, new trend, which enable us DPU to... DPU and IPU can define those for the audience. Yeah, DPU is called um, uh, uh, data process unit. IPU is infrastructure process unit. Okay. That is the latest ASIC. What does it do? Difference between CPU, right? Mm -hmm. It is to, we found out to run an infrastructure. There's a lot of housekeeping work, infrastructure related operation, networking related virtualization, security, off, encryption, yes. so that we offload them. 
to this mm-hmm. super powerful, super powerful like high bandwidth uh, programmable chips mm-hmm. that are designated to do these functionalities instead of CPU. So we save the CPU cores for the customer for their applications. Mm-hmm. But offloading all these housekeeping operation infrastructure related item to that, we find out that we are launching a program dash called the disaggregate API for Sonic host, which enables us to call to, to control it, to use it to build infrastructure so that mm-hmm. the CPU will do the same for the customers. When yep. the DPU IPU, we use it to build smart switch to offloading the all the uh, millions of millions flows, computation, encryption, uh, like uh, storage IOPS uh, to these DPUs, IPUs, mm-hmm. so to build the network switch much more smarter and much more faster for the customer. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's mm-hmm. it's interesting. We were we were talking, Sarah. We're going to get you back at some point to talk about the, all the cool stuff we're doing at the Linux Foundation. Um, yeah. uh, yep. Jing, since since you said it, at some point I will get you to come back and talk about the dual tour stuff because that I am so excited about that. I'm I am yeah. I have spent many many years where oh we had a tour reload and we ended up with a blip. Yes. If only I had two tours, right? Yes. It's, but it and it's it's not a thing yet, but it's yes. coming, right? This is yes. actively something the the entire industry is working yeah. on. And so for those of us who aren't yeah. networking nerds, you had multiple tours, <laughs> D-O-R? Um, yeah, it's the top of, top of rack switch, right? You have your rack top of blades. Rack. Cool. This is the one at the top. Yep. Yeah, it, it, yep. it's a I really common failure point. Door. Yeah, yeah. I guess that I guess that must be us networking wonks. We we talk about it that way. But yeah, good catch. Good catch. Yeah, um, that's it's all good. Basically, I from the, mm-hmm. yeah, sorry to interrupt you. Oh, I was going to say that I, I didn't expect that we were talking about the um, tour of the onion router. And so I just wanted to disambiguate. <laughs> <No. laughs> yeah, redundancy. It goes back to redundancy. Yeah. To yeah. provide oh. more redundancy or on the past. We'll, but we'll, we'll put one, that on a future episode because that one yeah, that right. will be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's last a whole but not least, because we go to Linux Foundation, right? Many other like communities also see the benefit of Sonic Enterprise community. We are mainly focused on data center, right? But mm-hmm. in the community, the uh, the enterprise scenarios, the carrier scenarios, right? The IoT scenarios and edge scenarios. That's also one of the reasons that uh, joining Linux Foundation, we see the bridge, we see the stage also with a lot of ecosystem, very ecosystem, like yep. rich ecosystem there. We can make the connection and dots. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, great. Well, no, uh, Sarah, um, Ching, I really appreciate you all coming on to talk about um, Sonic and, and the shift to the Linux Foundation. Um, it sounds like there's you know, I may get both of you back on, depending on the topic in the future. Well, you know, it's always fun to come to loop back around and see how things advance. But um, any last words or thoughts you want to leave the audience with? Shin? Uh, yeah, that. Um, thank you for inviting us. Very happy to share the experience. It's a long journey, but we're excited about that because there's a lot of innovation we can do ahead of time, uh, ahead of us. That uh, we do. I will send uh, Evan that our links of our yeah, web. Yeah, we'll definitely and, get some links and some headshots yeah, from y'all. Put you on the and, site. Uh, how to get it? Um, like uh, if you will, you are interested, how to download it? I'm actually uh, looking forward to more conversations on that. Yeah. Sounds great. Cool. Thanks, y'all. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the show. If you have any thoughts, questions, or just want to connect, find us on Twitter at Azure Podcast. Background music has been taken from ccmixer.org under the Creative Commons license. 
We hope you'll tune in again soon to keep learning with us.